0: Good evening, welcome to Christian Life Church online service on this Wednesday evening. Thank you for joining us, and I hope that you will be blessed in the next few minutes. Before we do anything else, let's have prayer this evening for those who are in need of prayer. Brother Austin Eubanks is still in need of our prayers. He is on hospice. The ships are still in need of our prayer. Let's remember them. Pray for Sister Ruth Oglethorpe. Been in the nursing home for quite some time. We keep remembering to pray for her always. She remains in our prayers. Earlene Stanley uh, Smith is in the nursing home, as far as I know, still rehabilitating. She survived COVID 19 and a week or two on the ventilator, and we give God praise for that because she has come through that. Brother Grady Kite is home from the hospital doing better, but he remains in our prayers. And we certainly want to remember the Leach family uh, this evening when we pray. We buried a very precious man of this church today, that man being Brother Alvin Leach, who was the secretary of our church for over 40 years, lived for God 60 years, 60 years, been living for God, a pillar of this church, a great man of integrity, quiet but strong, was a very beautiful service for him They had a regular service at the cemetery today, and uh, it went very well. I was so proud for those that showed up and, and came to honor the life of Alvin Leach. He is very, very deserving of that. And so we pray for all of the Leach family. His children are in this church, and he leaves a great legacy here at Christian Life. So please remember them when you pray. Let me remind you today, since we're not here to receive an offering, that uh, we'll be doing that in just a few minutes. So grab a pen so you'll know when I mention offering where to send your contributions to this church. Let's pray together. Pray for the touch of God upon our lives. Pray for the, the power of the Holy Ghost to guide and lead us. We need God now more than we've ever needed God before. Would you pray with me right now? Father, We come before your throne today. We know that you are able to do exceeding and abundantly above all that we ask or even think. You're the God of great mercy and miracles and power and signs and wonders. We ask you today to step into the lives of those whom we've called their name and those, Lord, who were not able to make a request today, but you know their heart and you know what they're praying about right now. Would you, would you touch their need? And would you be a God of answered prayer to them this very evening? Do a great work. We believe you, Lord. We trust you. We stand upon your word. And you said, if we ask believing that it shall be done. In Jesus' name, we do that today. And we give you thanks and we give you praise for the great things of God in our life. In Jesus' name, amen. So lest we go any further without doing something very important, I want to pause for a moment to say thank you. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your contributions. We could not have made it through this time without faithful people. And many times over the last few months we have not been able to have church, and yet you have been so faithful, many of you, to give so faithfully to the kingdom of God. And I give glory to God for a great church with a great burden. So remember, you can go to clcmonroe.org, and there's a place there to give, or you may text GIVE to this number, 318-301-3601, or you may mail your check to 6680 Frontage Road, Monroe, Louisiana, 712. 202. Thank you for that. We trust you will keep giving and honoring the kingdom of God. The bills still have to be paid. Things have to be kept up. We are still doing the work of God, and uh, it even costs money to bring you services online, but we're here doing our very best during this time of crisis. So with those things said, I want to do one more thing before I take you to the word of the Lord for just a few minutes this evening. I want to talk about the COVID and COVID-19 and how it's affected our church in the last week or so. As many of you know, Brother Toby, I wrote a letter to the church. If you've not read that, you can go on our website and read that. I won't go through all of that again, but he did test positive last week for COVID-19. The office staff had been around him, and we are all being tested this week, already have been tested this week. And uh, the results of the rapid test, for me, was negative. And I suppose for the rest, I haven't talked with them all. But we will know uh, exactly where we are in the next 24 to 48 hours. But uh, there have been no signs of of COVID with Toby. He is doing very, very well. And there's no signs of, of COVID with any of our office staff. So we just believe that God's taking care of all that. And uh, we're going to move forward. I will let you know when we get the results of tests what we will be doing for this coming weekend. We certainly want to do the right thing. We have been very careful in our church not to spread the virus. And we are continuing to be very careful. And I will use my best judgment between now and Sunday as to what to do about our service We want to have service. We want you here with us. Would you believe that I don't like preaching to empty pews and I don't like teaching to empty pews? It's not really any fun. But I will tell you we will do whatever we have to do to keep this church moving forward and to keep us as safe as possible. Thank you for all of the encouragement that I've received, many texts and kind things that you have said. Thank you for all the prayers, God is taking care of us, and I pray for wisdom every day that God would give us direction and help us to know what to do, and I believe that we can pray for the protecting hand of God upon our people, and I'm doing that, and I trust that you are too. So that's our situation. That's where we are. Uh, I will let you know later in the week. If you are not signed up to receive our text, then you may not be getting every message and understand what is going on in this church. It's a very minimal charge. If your uh, phone does charge for text, it would be worth it for you to get the text. And you can go and and go to 41411 and put in CLC Munro, CLC and that will sign you up for church text. Okay? God bless you. Thank you. Let's go right to the things that I feel like I need to say to you this evening from the word of the Lord and I will not be long today. I will I will be just a few minutes talking to you about a very pertinent subject that I believe that God wants to talk to us about today. Amen. There's so many things and and you know we have talked about so many things over the last few weeks and months in and encouraging you about faith and about uh, holding on to God and trusting God and believing God and working your way through this crisis, and we've tried to encourage you today. I want to talk about uh, a one word, one word that is in every mind and at one point in your life in your Christian walk with God. This word arises, and it is a very short word, but it's a word that some people would would misinterpret, and a word that. Uh, some people would say if you use it, you don't have faith. But I, I want to talk about it for just a few moments this evening. And the word is why. I hope you'll just pause for a minute and stop and think why. I, I know a certain business opportunity and uh, business people that in their sales pitch and in the, the things that they present in their business, they say you have to know your why. Why are you doing this? Why is this going on? Why are you making this approach? What are you doing? But it's not necessarily what, but it's why. Why are you doing this? I, w- I want to describe and, and give you a, a, a dictionary definition of why and then plunge into a few things in the Word of God. Why is for what reason, our cause, our purpose, the reason for which. That is actually what why means. Have you ever asked the question why when something happened to you in your life? Have you ever just said, I don't understand it. Why is this going on? We've asked that question about a pandemic. We've asked that question about our personal lives and the trials and the struggles that we often go through. I went back and studied a man by the name of Job somewhat. This week, Job did not understand why he was going through the things he went through. Now, if you go look at the book of Job, I don't don't suggest you read that if you're real depressed today. But if you're going to read it, go to the end of the chapter, because the latter end of Job was greater than the beginning. But Job did not understand. In the third chapter of Job, in verse 11, he said, Why died I not from the womb? Why did I not give up the ghost when I came out of the belly? In other words, why am I even here? I've, I've tried to be a righteous man. I've tried to be a good man. How do I know that? Because when the devil appeared before the Lord, the Lord said, Have you, have you considered my servant Job? And Job, I want you to know, was a man of righteousness, In the 12th verse, he said, why did the knees prevent me, or why the breasts that I should suck? He said, I don't even know why I was born. I don't know how I got to where I'm at. Why am I going through the things that I'm going through? So he used that little three-letter word several times. In the seventh chapter of Job, he said, I have sinned. What shall I do unto thee, O thou preserver of men? Why? There it is again. Why hast thou set me as a mark against thee so that I am a burden to myself? Why? I know, I know there's many times that I have said why. Matter of fact, there's a song that's many years old and it says, why me, Lord? Why me, Lord? But I want you to understand tonight, this is not a, a, an uncommon question. This is a very Typical word used in every life. It's used in our spiritual lives. It's used, it's used in our physical lives, in our everyday life. Why? Why did this happen? Why did I go here? Why did she go there? Why did they say this? Why? It's just a word that is used often. In the 21st verse of, jo- of Job chapter 7, he said this And why dost thou not pardon my transgression? And take away mine iniquity, for now shall I sleep in the dust, and thou shalt seek me in the morning, but I shall not be. In other words, he said, I'm dying, and, and I don't understand it. Why? Why dost thou not pardon my transgression? He could not hear from God. As a matter of fact, he said, oh, that I knew, knew where I might find him. He was, he was hungry to hear from God, and God had not said anything. And he was wondering why. In the 24th chapter of Job, in verse 1, he said, Why, seeing times are not hidden from the Almighty, do they that know him not see his days? Why? Times are not hidden from the Almighty. You know what he was doing? He he took for granted that the times are not hidden from God. Past times are not hidden from his judgment Present times are not hidden from his providence. Future times are not hidden from his precious patience. God governs the world, and therefore we may be sure he takes cognizance of all that's in it. Bad times are not hidden from God. Good times are not hidden from God. Men that are evil are not hidden from God. People that do right are not hidden from God. He has not forsaken the earth. As a matter of fact, the Old Testament prophet said it this way. He sitteth upon the circle of the earth. He sees everything. He knows us. He knows where we are. Let me just give you some things very quickly. Number one, he knows our past. He knows that. Ecclesiastes 3, 14 and 15 says, I know that whosoever God or whatsoever God doeth, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it, nor anything taken from it, but God doeth it that men should fear before him. That which hath been is now, and that which is to be hath already been, and God requireth that which is past. In other words, he knows the past things. He knows everything about yesterday. After all, did the New Testament say he's the same yesterday, today, and forever? So he knows about the past things. I want you to understand that. He knows where you came from. He knows where you've been. He knows what you've said. He knows the past that you have taken. In the past, he understands that. Not only that, but he knows the present. Matthew ten twenty nine said this, are not two sparrows soul for a fathering, and one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father. He knows. He knows right now. He knows exactly where you are. He knows where you're sitting, what you're thinking. Let me tell you about God. He don't really have to ask questions about you. He made you. He knows you. The Bible says he knows your heart, and he knows everything about you. So he knows the past. Job, he knew where you were. He knew what you were going through, and he knows where you are now. While you're asking why, he understands that. And furthermore, he knows the future. God, the Bible said in Acts fifteen eight, And God, which knoweth the hearts, bear them witness, giving them the Holy Ghost, even as he did unto us. He knows the future. He is the only one that knows the future. He knows every. Thing about yesterday, today, and tomorrow. So it is okay. Some people say, well, I don't believe you ought to question God. I don't believe you ought to ask why. Well, I disagree with you today. I don't believe that why is a detriment to our faith. I believe that we are people that seek answers. But let me tell you when why can become wrong is when we lose faith. Our faith remains in God. Job had faith in God. That's what turned his situation around. He wouldn't curse God and die. He didn't turn his back on God. He kept doing the things that he knew he ought to do, even though he did not understand the why. Every man's time are in the hands of God and under his eye. It was Psalms 94, 6 through 7 that said, They slay the widow and the stranger and murder the fatherless. Yet they say, The Lord shall not see, neither shall the God of Jacob regard it. But I'm here to tell you that every man's times are in his hands and under his eye. He knows. He watches. It's okay. It's okay. I want you to say that to yourself today. It's okay to say why. How do I know that? Because many times David questioned God in the 101st, or excuse me, in the 10th Psalm chapter 1, or chapter 10 and verse 1, he said, why standest thou afar off, O Lord? Why hidest thou thyself in times of trouble? In other words, God, where are you at when I need you? Well, let me tell you, he's here. He's present. He knows. He may not always have a thundering voice, but you have to know this. Your faith has to remain in God to know the why. He said again in Psalms 1 or 22, 1 through 3, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me and from the words of my roaring? Oh, my God, I cry in the daytime But thou hearest not in the night season and am not solid. But thou, O holy, thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. But he said, why are you not helping me? Why are you not giving me an answer, Lord? Again, he said in Psalms 42, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Brother Jason Hodge preached a great message on why am I cast down. Here's David saying, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. Why? Why? in verse in verse 9 of chapter 42 he said i will say unto god my rock why hast thou forsaken me notice what he said i'm not losing my faith i believe god is my rock but why hast thou forsaken me and why go i mourning because of the oppression of the enemy As with a sword in my bones, mine enemy reproach me. While they say daily unto me, where is thy God? Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him, who is the health of my countenance and my God. David over and over in the Psalms said, Why, God? Why am I here? Why am I going through this? The disciples questioned Jesus. Oh, yes, they did. When Jesus had cast the demons out of the lunatic boy, they came to him and they said this in Matthew 17, 19. Why could we not cast him out? Why? You said we were going to be able to do that. Why didn't that happen for us, Jesus? They questioned the Lord. Did they lose their faith? Was it in unbelief? No. It was just human to say, Why? 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 In Acts 1 and 11, the angels questioned those that were around them. So, angels have questioned too because they said, You men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing? Why are you standing here? My, my point to you on this evening is this it's not a sin to say, Why? It's not wrong to say why. It's not evil to say why. It's human to say why. But in your why, you have to understand who, and you have to know that God is still on the throne. God questioned Saul in the Bible. David, Abraham, Moses, all the patriarchs of old question why at times. I challenge you to go pick up your Bible and get your concordance and see how many times why is in the Bible. And many times it is by those who are asking God. We don't understand. We, We don't quite get it. Why are we where we are and why is this going on in our life? Is it wrong for for we as Christians in 2020 to ask why? I don't believe it's wrong. I believe it's wrong when you come in an unbelieving spirit. But in an humble attitude, in an inquisitive heart, you may ask the Lord why? Why this trial? Why this blessing? I read just before I came in here of a member of this church that their husband had a wreck they had a wreck and uh, and smashed the finger the the man is a construction worker and the lady said I'm not working he's the breadwinner we didn't know what we were going to do but she doesn't know who but somebody left a very lucrative gift for them yesterday she doesn't even know who it's at don't you think don't you think that person might be saying why lord I want to tell you right now, it's okay to question God. It's okay to say why. Let me give you a scripture that I, I, found, I found very meaningful to me. I, I, this came to me just a couple of days ago. It's in Romans chapter 8, one of my favorite books of all the Bible and one of my favorite chapters. If you read Romans chapter 8, it's, it's very powerful. I preached a sermon one time on the riches of, of Romans 8, because there's so many nuggets of truth in there. But in verse 26, the Bible said, Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. And I want you to notice the next line. It said, For we know not what we should pray for for as we ought. We don't even know what to pray. But the Bible said, when we don't know the Spirit, "...itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered." But watch this, and the Bible said, "...he that searcheth the hearts and knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God." In verse 26, Paul said, "...we know not what to pray, but I want you to notice what he said in verse 28." We don't know what to pray, but here's what we do know. We know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. I don't know why, but I know who. I don't know why we're in a pandemic. I don't know why certain people get sick. I don't know why certain people die. I'm not God, I can't answer that. But here's what I do know, if you love God, And you're called according to his purpose. The Bible says that we know that all things work together for good to them. Because you're a lover of truth and a lover of God. And you are called to the purpose of God. So in your daily struggle, in your daily walk, every day there may be something that you say, why? Why? Hey, there's a lot of whys going on, whether you believe it or not. Why is my light bill so high? Why is my water bill so high? Why did I lose my job? Why did, I, uh, did, I, did my kids get sick? Why has this happened in my life? Why this trial? I can't tell you why. You'll have to talk to God about the whys, but he understands. He understands when you question why. But in your why, don't lose your faith. Drop down from verse 26 of Romans 8 to verse 28 and say this. Here's what I do know. I don't know what tomorrow holds, but I know Who holds tomorrow? I don't know why today, but I believe God's got His hand right in the middle of my life. I believe God is guiding every footstep, taking me to where I need to go. Pray and seek God. In your prayer, there's gonna be whys. In your life, there's gonna be whys. You may not know why, you may not understand why, but know who and know that God has everything in His hands. We used to sing a song when I was just a boy, and probably many of you did, and you know it. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole wide world in his hands, and I believe that. I believe that everything happens from from the leadership of Israel to the leadership of Iran to the leadership of America to everything in politics to everything in pandemics from China to Korea to Australia, to Europe, to Africa, wherever you want to go. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's looking out for his church. He's got the people of God safely nestled in his grip. He knows where we are. You're going to question, and I'm going to question why, God. I've questioned him many times this very year. Why, Lord? Why in the year that was supposed to be 2020 vision. Here we are in the month of August and we're still in a pandemic and we're still struggling and we're not able to get to the house of God. Let me tell you what I feel like in my heart today. I feel like God may be giving the church a good shaking right now. He's going to find out who's really in love with him. He said in the book, that there's going to be a time when you when he comes to the threshing floor and when he throws the wheat into the air, the chaff is going to be blown away and the wheat is going to fall. It may be that when all this is over, the wheat will remain, but the chaff will be gone. I'm just preaching to you the word of God today. I don't understand the why. I just know the who, and I'm dependent on him today. So I come to tell you it's not a sin. It's not a shame. Your faith is not waning. You have not lost your faith when you don't understand and when you say why. But when you say why, just remember, trust God in your why. Trust God for that answer. He knows, he's got it, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. I hope that helps you today. That's just a very short, quick Bible study, something that I wanted to lay before you on this Wednesday evening. I trust it will give you great strength and grace in the days to come. Please stay in prayer. Please hold on to God. Don't lose your grip on the Lord. Don't don't back up an inch. Just keep giving to God your very, very best. Before I close this evening, it came to me while I was preaching. I was trying to remember her name while we were praying. And I, I couldn't remember it to save my life. But here it is, Ray Guess. Ray is in Florida. Ray is a dear, very dear friend of mine and a good man. He and Nancy moved to Florida. This, they, they claim this is their church, even though they, lay, they live in the land of Florida. I want to tell you, Ray's got COVID-19 and very sick and been getting sicker by the day. I want us to pray for him. I want us to pray the hand of God upon he and Nancy, that God would take care of him. And I will do that in closing as I pray for you. Father, I pray for Ray this evening. I pray that wherever he is, that you'd lay your hand on him right now. I smite that virus. I ask you, Lord, to heal him totally and completely. I believe it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let him begin to feel better this very day. In Jesus' name we pray. I pray for our church. I pray for every soul that's watching watching this, this online service this evening. I pray, God, for strength. I pray you would clear our minds that even though we may question, we know that you're still on the throne and you're still God. If David questioned, and he's the man after God's own heart, if Job questioned and you turned it all around for him, then you can look upon us, Lord, the same way and understand that our trust is not in man. Our trust is in you. And when we don't understand why, we know who and that is you, dear Lord. In Jesus' name, bless us all, and we give you praise for it today. I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope you're blessed of God. If you need anything, please give us a call. We're here for you, we're praying for you, and we love you. May God bless you this evening.